At the end of your life, what will be your legacy? What will you leave behind for future generations? For the world, join the world messenger, Isabella Lundberg, each week as she brings you a new distinguished guest from the business, sports, or entertainment world to share their success, their struggles, and their lessons. They will share their insights into current hot topics that affect everyone. Isabella facilitates an intimate, vulnerable environment to find the true value of humanity and real leadership. Are you ready for your legacy? The legacy that matters? Hello, my beautiful friends. It's Isabella Lundberg here at The World Messenger, and I'm inviting for another epic episode of Legacy Leader Show. Today, we have opportunity to travel the world and go to Middle East, to heart of Middle East, at actually to Dubai, uh, United Arab Emirates, and also have an opportunity to really deep dive in what is happening there, as well what's happening in royal office one of the representatives who is actually chief executive office of the royal office and works directly with his your highness sheikh ahmed bin faisal and his uh, strategic advisor with other advisors focusing on numerous things not only on obviously opportunities for building alliances change in policies uh, collaborations, but also opportunities to really work with prestigious NGOs, uh, organizations, and be the part of so much more. Without further ado, let me introduce you to Ambassador Dunstan. Good afternoon, Dunstan. How are you? Good afternoon, and thank you. It's a pleasure talking to you always, and uh, I'm so happy that I'm uh, having a chance to speak with you in this uh, context. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm glad we uh, get the chance and opportunity to do that, knowing specifically how busy you are uh, and being in this role, prestigious role, takes so much effort. Um, but before we dive into that, do you mind sharing, uh, first of all, uh, today is something very special happening. It's Diwali in your culture. And uh, do you mind sharing a little bit about um your upbringing, what this holiday means, and then how did you obviously came and found yourself in UAE and uh, parts that you live today? Well, Diwali is a festival that is celebrated across uh, the Indian continent, irrespective of uh, the caste, the culture. Uh, everybody in India celebrates that because it is it is called as the festival of lights. It's basically uh, or it is also known as the good that wins over the evil. So so that is how it is referred to as. So it's a festival of uh, where we share sweets, uh, going for new dresses, new ornaments, new positions like vehicles. It's an auspicious day where people look out for buying anything new to their uh, family. And uh, it's celebrated... Uh, Actually, it is celebrated the 12th of November, uh, but it, it, it constitutes of about three to four days. And the, the celebration ends with uh, crackers and fireworks. And uh, I mean, that's why it's, co it's called the, the, the Festival of Lights. So I think that's a festival which brings in people together, irrespective of whether you are in India, whether you are in any part of the world, the people do celebrate this with a uh, lot of passion. 
That is fantastic. And reason why I want to open the conversation with that, because in times of that everything is so dramatically changing in the landscape of current events on global scale, it's such a beautiful way to start this conversation on carving positive path forward and celebrating each other and celebrating each other in positive and positive lights and positive opportunities. Thank you for sharing that. But do you mind sharing also a little bit about your background and how did you end up being part of now current culture of um, UAE as well as part of the royal office? I I basically I hail from India and I had been all throughout in within in India for the past uh, 30 38 years. My career span starts from 1986 and I had been I had been a very successful journey uh, as an employee as a senior level executive and then I moved on to become an entrepreneur. I had my own business and that's how uh, I had the opportunity to meet one of the family members and uh, then life changed. He pulled me out. He said come over to Dubai and I'm in, I'm in UAE today for the past five, five years and associated with the family of uh, Sheikh Ahmed bin Faisal Al-Qasmi who is primarily from uh, Rasul Kaima and also associated with Sharjah. Now, if you know the uh, geography of uh, United Arab Emirates, it comprises of about seven Emirates. That is basically uh, Dubai, which is ruled by the Al Maktoum family, Abu Dhabi, which is ruled by the Al Nayan family, and Rasul Kaima and Sharjah, which is ruled by the uh, Al Qasmi families. And then the smaller Emirates like Ajman, Fujairah, and uh, Umar Quwain. So this mm-hmm. is how the the, the 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 UAE is comprised of. So we represent Rasul Kaima, and at the moment, Rasul Kaima is the most happening place in UAE. A uh, lot of developments are happening in Rasul Kaima. The first casino, which is in the Middle East, is coming up in Rasul Kaima, and uh, the work is already started. Uh, under our family office, we have announced uh, some mega projects like the uh, film city, which is going to be the world's biggest film city, which will be an end-to-end solution to the film fraternity. We're coming out with a sports academy to train students in various sports. We are coming out with a wildlife sanctuary in collaboration with a uh, sanctuary in South Africa. We are coming out with an underwater theme park, uh, which will be a unique one and one of its kind in the world. We are also coming out with a pharmaceutical city project, which is basically an exclusive city for the pharmaceutical companies, wherein they will come and set up their manufacturing units, warehouses, logistics parks, and uh, all related activities pertaining to the pharma- pharmaceutical productions. Now, the basic idea of setting up this pharmaceutical project in Rasal Kaima is that we would like to uh, uh, supply at least 60% of the production of medicines to the African continent. Because as we all know, uh, Africa, uh, still, people are deprived of good medicines and uh, majority of the population doesn't have access to uh, uh, quality medicines. So that is one area which we are looking at, especially after the COVID. We feel that healthcare is something very important that we should be lending our support to the neighboring countries as well as of uh, countries who are deprived of basic health necessities. So we are looking at that aspect. 
and uh, we are also coming out with a lot of other projects uh, in Ras al-Khaimah as well as uh, some projects in uh, Dubai as well. So life is quite exciting now because uh, of all these projects uh, which is going to happen in the next four, five years. And I think by 27, 28, most of these projects will go live and uh, things will change. UAE will still continue to be the uh, most sought after destination in the world. So powerful. So based on your what you shared, entrepreneurial uh, drive and successes led you to this amazing opportunity. And now you are changing and disrupting so many industries that are going to be springboarding and making tremendous change on many continents, including Africa. That is fantastic. Kudos. Absolutely. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So when you were talking about, obviously, I know the world brings us always together through the music, through the food, through the sports, and you leverage and utilize one avenue, which is sports to really bring different types of sports and competition, but also opportunity to truly um, be part of the larger global landscape. Uh, in addition to the healthcare that you mentioned and pharmaceuticals um, that can truly save so many lives in the undeveloped countries such as Africa. Uh, what Could you please share um, how, how is all this started and, and, and with a little bit of vision behind it? Because obviously it takes a lot of thoughtful planning and strategic approach to it. Well, we have been, um, we have been approached by many um, um, people with ideas and uh, projects. So we look at uh, projects which we feel that it is one, it is unique, two, it is going to add value to this country and the people of this country. And three, we are looking at uh, the perspective of how we can change lives of people across the world. So these are all some of the three aspects that we take care of it. And uh, we select those projects specifically and see how we can implement it. And we have a team that works behind it. Uh, and yes, uh, 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 we are all out to make sure that Russell Kaima is going to be the next uh, kind of um, uh, place, happening place. Because mm -hmm. already now people are moving out uh, to Russell Kaima uh, because of his proximity. It, it's, it's, it's not very far away from Dubai. It's hardly about 50 minutes. And you have a very beautiful roads uh, which can reach you there quite fast. You have an airport. You have a uh, seaport and uh, uh, Russell Kaima would be the only place in United Arab Emirates which has got all the natural uh, and, um, elements like the mountain, desert, sea. Uh, it, it's a combination of all those things which has given people a, a, a little uh, feel that they, are, they, they can come and rest in this place. So all these days, Russell Kaima was always looked at a resort kind of place where people can come for the holidays and other things. But now life is changing. It's becoming uh, the happening place with a lot of projects coming in. And all these projects are definitely going to change the lives of people, going to add, uh, um, uh, create more jobs uh, in this, in this uh, segment and uh, opportunities for uh, talents. Uh, see, when, when we talk about the film city, it is going to be, we are talking about the biggest in the world, which means it is, it is um, uh, several times bigger than the Universal Studios. So the kind of opportunities that people can have inside, like various latest technologies, artificial intelligence, you name it. 
you will be this will be the place where the most uh, phenomenal movies would be created in the future and uh, that's an opportunity which we are going to create and yes there is a vision behind all these things and uh, the leadership that is more important because unless the leaders uh, vision is there i don't think any of these projects will be uh, successful and that is where they come in the place which is which is what the uh, uae is all about the leadership uh, the leaders have been very phenomenal with 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 a, with a long term uh, leadership like for example i had recently shared on my uh, profile the roadmap from 2023 to 2117 which means about 70 to 80 years from now what uae will be we have given a complete roadmap that's a kind of visionary that we have and mm-hmm. uh, we 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 go by that roadmap and make sure that whatever is mentioned there is happening uh, in this place so it's all about vision it's all about leaders and uh, we are glad that we have such wonderful leaders uh, with whom we are associated and uh, we are able to make things happen i love that how you brought it back how important it is to have a right partners but also right leaders with the right mindset who can see your vision and also look at things in the future so to be strategic and since we're talking about not only leadership but also here on the legacy leader show something that's going to not only impact in, in the current time but also generations to come do you mind sharing some of your perspectives what do you see that is so unique to leadership traits uh in your cabinet and people that you surrounded with no here the as i told you, you know because of this the, the, the country we follow a legacy the sense uh, the, it's not a democratic uh, country like uh, the other countries where you have an election and the the the, the term is for 5 years or 10 years and then the government changes so here it is it is a there's a consistency in whatever the vision is See, for example if the 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 a leader a particular leader is putting across a certain kind of vision the same vision is carried forward by his uh, legacy by his son or whoever is successor so that is the that is the that is the that is the most uh, uh, advantage that we all have in this country and second is the leaders are so uh, people oriented in the sense whatever they do it it is always for the benefit of the people in this country and that is the success of their uh existence in the sense uh, i have not seen uh, i i i have all along been in a democratic country where i've seen uh, the ruler the, the 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 leaders moving around or um, with high security and uh, bodyguards and all those things but i was extremely surprised when i came to uae and see that the the rulers that the, whether it is the president the prime minister or any of the the, the ruling family members they move around in this place like any other common man they drive their own vehicle they move around in metro they move around in taxis they walk around in shopping malls they they go and sit in a common restaurant and, and, and life doesn't change there nobody is disturbed nobody is troubled because the ruler is coming nothing and they are one among us and that is that is the success of those leaders and because people love them people like them why because they are taking care of their own people and uh, hats off to them and god give them longer life and uh, to continue whatever the good that they're doing i love what you said there how important it is to be as those legacy leaders 
approachable, uh, down to earth, genuine, interested in, in, in their own people, as you said, being visible, interacting with them, not feeling that they need to have a special treatment and status. And uh, as a result, they're loved because people know that they care about their issues, right? But what's also really interesting um, for everybody watching and listening that are not familiar with Dubai culture and, and obviously um, uh, environments, how pro pro innovative it is, how transformative it is, and, and how innovation transformation ch internally changes so much. And as a result, Obviously, we see so many disruptions in technology and innovation uh, and also very important solutions that we are yet, world yet to see. No, see, um, uh, uh, always UAE had uh, embraced uh, anything new that is happening across the world. And we will be the first one to implement it. Now, if you see the latest trend is artificial intelligence. And... There are many sectors in UAE today which is uh, um, getting into artificial intelligence and trying to make life simpler. Like, for example, uh, using artificial intelligence last week, uh, there was a trial done for driverless uh, taxis. And there is an announcement that has come from the Dubai uh, leadership that by 2024, there will be more than 1,500 driverless taxis that is going to be implemented in UAE using artificial intelligence technology. Similarly, the uh, crossing in the traffic signals has now incorporated artificial intelligence so that the waiting time of the people comes down. So that seeing the number of crowd, the crowd, people automatically the signal changes into green and allows the people to cross the crossing. So like that, we are looking at various various agencies, not only, uh, I've just given an example. Similarly, for example, in the airports, uh, artificial intelligence being used for uh, uh, recognition of the face IDs. You don't have to scan your passport or Emirates ID or anything. You can just walk through the machine and it will automatically scan you and then uh, pass you through the immigration. So uh, all these things are trying to be put in place so that life become much simpler for people uh so we we are looking at technology um, disruption and yes we will we will be the first to come out with a lot of new new innovative things that is happening across the world that's amazing i love that so obviously for anybody that never had a chance to be in dubai um and wanted to experience the culture and everything how would you describe how is the life in dubai or or just the whole country because uh I've, a lot of people don't have a sense of and very not many and i know i'm seeing now trajectory more and more people traveling uh to the middle east and specifically that part of the world how would you describe for everybody that is eager to explore it i think you should i would request that each everyone who has not visited uae should make a point to come and see this place because it's a place that you will uh, observe many things you have the cheapest you have the costliest okay if you take about the cuisines you have you have a vast i think more than 200 or 250 different varieties because we have about 200 nationalities living in this country and we have cuisines that caters to all these nationalities so you have anybody who is a food uh, foodie he can come here and explore these uh, 
tastes of 200 countries right similarly you can you can live in a in a, in a place which is cost effective plus you can also live in a place which is a seven star category so the choice is yours you have the opportunity you can come experience if you want to be in a budget hotel you can be in a budget hotel if you want to be in a seven star hotel you can be in a seven star hotel so you have all extremes and in between as well if you want to you travel in a mercedes you can travel in a mercedes if you want to travel in a small car you can travel in a small car so i'm saying this is a place where you will get and which is not limited saying that okay this is only available in this is the only thing that you can get in dubai so you have to live with it no it 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 it, it is it makes your life so easy that you will get what you are looking for so i think it's a place that you should explore and uh, anybody who has visited uh, or, or who i have come across when i ask them they say that we would definitely love to come back mm -hmm. so so that is because that is the experience that is given to them right from the time they land at dubai airport because the top leadership is reviewing the time span taken by an individual visitor from the time he the uh, deplanes get down from the plane and he comes out of the airport that time is measured so that is the kind of importance that we give to the people who are coming to dubai wow that is fantastic. Uh, so now everybody watching and listening, now you know why you should put Dubai on your agenda for future travels, uh, because experience, everybody keeps telling Isabella, Dubai, what used to be even five years ago is so different what is today, a little one for anybody that uh, never been there. And I have so many friends telling me it's the one of the hardest cities to describe because it's so many different things in one particular place. And it is the most safest place in the world, especially for women. They can walk around even at 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the night. Nothing that is the most, um, uh, that is something which any tourist will love to uh, enjoy. Because see, freedom, at the end of the day, when you come here, you can't be restricted. Like, for example, when you're traveling to certain countries, they uh, there is a travel guideline which says that after 10 o'clock, you should not go out to the hotel or you should not walk in this area, you should not go in this area. Here, nothing. You have freedom to go to the beach, you can go to a, a, wherever you like. So that comfort and that uh, security is there. So I think that is something which people will definitely love. That's fantastic. And I think also you recently made so many things much more easier for foreigners and expats to come and actually live there and open the businesses and also collaborate and work on some of these major disruptive, innovative technologies and solutions for humankind. So do you mind sharing a little bit from that perspective as a chairman, uh, how you see that uh, really speaking to others that are considering and looking at other options? No, see, today, if you see, um, uh, on an average per month, I'm discussing with at least about 25 uh, groups from various countries, like from India, from Sri Lanka, from US, who wants to migrate uh, their business from those countries to UAE, basically because of the ease of doing business. Right? Recently, I had about five or six companies moving in from Silicon Valley to uh, UAE who wants to establish here because uh, they feel that this is more secure and uh, 
various benefits are there the, the tax benefit ease of doing business starting a company in two days time all those things and this is where the family office is also playing a major role we trying to we kind of handhold them any anybody new coming to this country we handhold them support them we jointly form a joint venture company with them uh with an agreed shareholding structure and we facilitate them with all licenses visas uh name we back them from with our family office name and we facilitate them by giving them the network the connect to various government agencies or private agencies depending on the business that they are into and make sure that they are able to set up and settle faster than if they would have come alone and set up a business mm. and we are also having lot of other schemes like the golden visa like for example for a normal business person uh, the normal resident visa is valid for 2 years but for exceptional cases uh, we are providing them with a 10 year visa so that it makes them eligible to stay in this country for a, a, a span of 10 years and then it gets uh, it can be renewed so various opportunities and various um, uh, um, things that we are providing to entrepreneurs business uh, people who wants to come and establish their business and we welcome them all to come and be part of this journey that is fantastic so uh, it's a great to see how it's a process streamlined how much opportunity it is there and how much also you are seeking for smart talent that is capable not only to navigate um but also offer uh tremendous uh, skill sets because obviously everybody is now looking on that ai uh, disruption innovation and as a result even for us at Legacy Leader Institute, uh, we're adding AI underlining how we approach the business internally, but also how we serve our clients. So I'm glad to hear that um, not only technology plays a huge role, but also all so many different initiatives uh, that you've been part of uh, as well, people. Do you mind sharing now a little bit from your perspective? I mean, first of all, how you are accomplishing, you're involved in so many crucial roles, how you manage that for everybody that is watching and wondering, how do you do all this tremendous work? You've been involved not only in so many initiatives with so much level of responsibility. How do you lead and how do you manage to accomplish all of that? No, it's purely... Uh delegation i believe in delegation because all all my journey for the past 38 years i i were i was in leadership roles and i always believe in delegation because uh, you can't delegate unless you trust your team and yeah. i trust my yeah i trust my team very well so i i i delegate uh, the responsibilities and uh, it's only a review that happens which keeps everything under control and uh, your team is everything it's not a it's not a one man show it's 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 the end of the day it's a team and they are and they are the they are the people who are putting in the effort so i believe in them that's fantastic and you spot on uh, delegation is hardest thing for a lot of leaders to do from various reasons and 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 you said it's something very important trust Trust in yourself, trust in your team, trust in their skills level, and, and trusting that they're going to do the best they can. Absolutely. That is fundamental. And then, and, and for from that, that's what carves truly legacy, because then you can do more quicker, faster, and better. True. True. Absolutely. 
And, and from that perspective, I'm curious, obviously, you're already living your legacy. You're already uh, showing what's possible. What is on your personal trajectory that you would like to be known and remember for uh, as a, your personal legacy? Well, uh, see, if uh, all these projects or all these uh, work-related activities, it's, a, it's an ongoing process. See, for example, by 27, once we complete all these projects, we are going to come out with another set of projects. So it's a, it's a never-ending process that we are going to adhere to various things and all. But keeping this aside, what is what that gives a satisfaction for you is something which uh, I uh, love to do is basically to support uh, people who are in need. I am working with more than 10 NGOs in African countries and my most uh, important dream is to set up a skill center for autism uh, children in UAE. Okay, mm -hmm. and uh, in all the Emirates, there are autism centers uh, in UAE, but I would like to set up uh, an extraordinary skill uh, center in all the seven Emirates, which means uh, the, 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 uh, the autism children will be taken care in such a manner that whatever skills they have is kind of uh, built and uh, they feel have they they get that self esteem that yes I am able to demonstrate my skill in some manner and people are seeing that so that is something which I would like to set up and that once it is done I am sure that will that will create a legacy for uh, me it'll I'll be talked for on on behalf of that the second most ambitious thing that we are looking at is we are now coming out uh, 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 with. Uh, with a with a with a fashion show in 2024 it is see there are plenty of fashion shows happening in uae every week every day but this is going to be a unique and first of its kind in uae or probably in the world where all the models that is going to be in the fashion show are uh, people of determination or people who are differently abled people right Either they would be, uh, they're not in a position to walk. Or, I mean, I, I would call them people people of determination or people who are um, not normal. So the, the basic idea of this is to show to the world that they are not physically challenged, but they are they are differently able. They, are, they can do things in a different manner. So, so that is the basic idea of this show. And we have also already discussed with various things and and not only that, once the show is over, all these models who are going to be present in there will be absorbed by all, by the leading companies in UAE as their brand ambassadors. So these are all so these are all some of the things that I take time away from my routine things to focus and see how life, how I can change their life. So that's it. Wow, that is so powerful. So you are pretty much including all tapestry of, of the society and you're given the voice and opportunity for disabilities with the disabled to really shine and show how there is still interwoven part of the society. That is very noble and I'm deeply touched by that. Um, I'm sure that's going to carry a lot of tremendous success. But what I'm really also finding, obviously, um, with everything you've been involved and everything that I keep hearing and all these amazing projects, 
uh, I'm sure more and more it's yet to come and um, to be unwell. But a lot of people are curious, like, how do they get involved? How do they can partake in some of these initiatives that you're doing? No, we, as I told you, know, we are open and uh, they can reach out to me on my uh, LinkedIn profile. Uh, I'm open to everybody. I'm accessible to everybody. And I make it a point that I at least I respond to each and everyone who writes to me either by mail or by messages in uh, email uh, or LinkedIn. And uh, please, please, uh, you are most welcome to be part of any of the projects that we are doing, uh, provided you have the expertise, whether you have the passion. And uh, yes, let's let's uh, let's uh, uh, join together and be a change maker and be part of this great journey. I love that invitation because obviously your journey just from looking how many awards you already won uh, in previous year and the span of your 35 years of exceptional leadership and how you transition from supply chain management, procurement, logistics now to one of the highest level of leadership and uh, engagement with the uh, most brilliant minds in the country and around the world. I feel like you are unstoppable and so much it's possible. And for everybody, again, that wants to leverage, utilize their skills and imagination, this is a phenomenal opportunity to do, um, contribute and also be part of it. Um, major disruptions, right? But before we close, I wanted to ask you, what is the one of the most proudest projects that you did, no matter what part of your um, career path of those 35 years that you feel really was a stepping stone where you are today? Uh, you you mean the projects in UAE? I mean, one project that you already did in the past that was the, that you're the most proud of, that you see it to fruition, that made the most impact so far, in your opinion. Well, um, as I told you, you know, it's not uh, uh, it's not um, a project that would have changed uh, a mega project or so. Uh, during my tenure of working with some of the NGOs in Africa, uh, we had worked with. Um, two NGOs were in one in Nigeria and one in Liberia where we were uh, involved in constructing um, in Nigeria we were involved in constructing uh, toilets for uh, some of the women um, schools because if you see most of the students were coming from very far off places to the schools and the schools never had a toilet so these children used to wait till they reach home in, in order to go uh, to go to the toilet. So that is something which we felt that there is a need that we need to step in. So, and this is some of the interior areas of Nigeria, which we have worked uh, recently. And that has given me a lot of uh, self, I mean, uh, satisfaction that yes, I have been able to do something. See, rather than making a project, okay, making the business successful, that's one part of the job. But these are small, small things where it, Value additions may not be much, but self-satisfaction is much more. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I, I believe in these kind of small, small things. And uh, I spend a lot of time um, out uh, where I focus on these things. Like now in Liberia, we are working on a project of supplying this sanitary pads for uh, women, uh, children. Um, so so like this, there are several projects in the, in the line. As and when we get the... Uh, the feasibility done, 
we are working and most of these projects we are directly connected with the governments of those particular countries so it becomes much easier for us to implement it uh, in a larger manner and uh, i think these are all some of the things apart from the routine works that i have been doing in the last 38 years uh, yeah that's, that's it that's fantastic. The reason I'm asking because every time people see where you are today, but they don't realize how with smaller efforts and, and, and repetition of those efforts, impact can be made and how easy it is to have, again, tapped into the passion and make somebody's life so much easier. And that is so admirable. And in closing, is there any message that you'd like for everybody watching and listening that are contemplating their own legacy, their own paths, um, their own succession uh, or, or how they want um, what they're starting or what they're already built to pass on future generation, what your message would be? No, my message would be, uh, see, whatever you do, let's, let's, let's do something for the future generation because when they come into this world, let's not spoil this world and go. Let's create something. Like, for example, today, if you see UAE, uh, is 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 known as uh, what you call it uh, buildings and uh, which we have constructed in the deserts so no greenery or and but now we are getting into a scenario where we are planning to plant trees and plants across the emirates and make it more greener now once you are making it more greener it's going to create an environment for the future generation the next 10 15 20 years down the line people will see beautiful greenery across uh, around this place so so um, whatever you do do it with passion and uh, not it's not just to make money or make your life uh, easy do it with passion and always make it a point that you have a generation that is going to come and enjoy what you are going to create today that legacy should be benefit to the future generations it could be your son your grandson or the people around you thank you for listening to legacy leader show if you enjoyed the content and had a positive experience then please leave us a positive rating in addition leave us positive review whenever you are listening on whatever platform there might be make sure your friends and family also know about the benefit and value that we provide and what we have to offer cheers